girlies and welcome back to the pod. Today we're talking all about New Year's, how you can have a better 22 or okay, oh my god, already starting off strong. How you can have a better 2022 than 2021, I guess. It's pretty much how to kind of reset your life for 2022 and how you can start fresh um it's a good time to try new things to try to start making new habits and i decided this year i am not going to be doing any new year's resolutions or resolutions on this episode just because i feel like for me personally i don't know if it's very beneficial to say okay i want to work out 3 times every week or i want to work out more cuz I can say that and I can do that maybe for a month. Then I get bored and nothing really happens. So setting a New Year's resolution isn't necessarily productive for me. If it is for you, go ahead. But I've found some other things that are much more productive and that will definitely make you feel better about 2022 and more excited for the new year. But first, we're chatting all about my week. I went to Miami for... I guess, no, it was a week. I did, I thought it was more than a week, but it's, but it's not. Went to Miami. It was super nice, sunny, warm every day. Very glad to get out of Kentucky just because it's been really, I don't know if I would say the weather's necessarily been bad. It's just been kind of weird lately. It's been from going to high 70s to 30s to 40s. It's just all over the place. So, bit of a mess over here, but it was really nice to spend the week in Miami and get to see my cousins and my family, and I did, in fact, drive a jet ski for the first time ever. I don't know if I was very good at it. I'm pretty sure I scared the, what is it called, not? The man who brought the jet skis. I don't know. I guess it's a jet ski. The jet ski guy. Because he told me to, I had to back up and get away from the dock. And I accidentally hit the accelerator a little too fast and almost hit another dock. And he looked very scared for me. And honestly, I was scared too. But I had to pretend like I wasn't. And then I was fine. I was like, oh my god, yeah, casual, whatever. No. It was fun though. I ended up figuring it out. It was kind of confusing at first. I'm not necessarily the best road driver, so driving a jet ski, I don't know if I would say I was the best at it, but I definitely got better and it was super fun and I rode with my cousin. She's the cutest. I love her so much. Um, but that was definitely fun. And then we also went boating, which pretty much resulted in me reading on the boat, even though I get motion sickness, but whatever. Um, and speaking of reading, I finished four books this past week. Which was a lot considering recently, I think I talked about in the last episode, I hadn't really been reading as much just because I was stuck on this one book, but I did in fact finish it, which was good, and then I finished another book I was in, or kind of in the middle of, and then I started two books and finished them. And I will say, two of my favorites from those four, one was called Defy the Night, and it was about a kingdom that's been faced with an epidemic I guess I don't know when you use epidemic versus pandemic it doesn't I don't know I really don't know the difference but anyway there's been this sickness spreading it's kind of like COVID I guess but it was more fun than that um 
it's like a fever that's spreading and the main character who is a girl is trying to help people by stealing medicine and distributing it to the poor it's kind of like robin hood i guess in that way and then it's told from dual perspective so there's another one and it's a prince who is working on the inside trying to manage everything manage a kingdom he's young his parents died recently and there's been a lot of uproar because of the fever spreading and a lot of political just a political mess in general so that was interesting to see both sides from someone working on the outside versus someone actually working through it politically which was cool and obviously there's a romance because why else would i read a book right guys um, but the next one I read that I really liked actually didn't have a romance, which was a first for me for books recently, and that was called Ace of Spades, and I'm looking at it because it's in my bookshelf, but the cover is really cute because it looks like a card, which is very cool, but that's about a an elite private school that is mostly white kids and the story is told from the perspective of the only black kids at the school and one's a girl, one's a guy, and they're both faced with bullying and harassment based on race or, I guess, sexuality and just generally just being kind of outsiders in that situation. And there's a person called Aces who is sending them these messages or things that are supposed to be confidential that is spreading around the school, such as sexual encounters or um, illegal activity. And this person is kind of stretching the truth, but also saying some things that they were hoping wouldn't get out and that they need people not to know about for getting into college. And so the story is pretty much trying to figure out who Aces is. And it was very good, definitely not what I expected, and also feel like it's good just to read a book where you can see a different perspective, because obviously, I mean, I don't really have to deal with that. I do go to a pretty much all-white private school, or majority white, and I am a white female, so not necessarily having to deal with that. It was interesting just reading another perspective. And honestly, the book was very entertaining besides like having good social issues in it. So 10 out of 10 recommend. And then also tomorrow I'm getting my nails done because I'm recording this episode on Thursday, which means tomorrow is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. I feel like I said that wrong. Maybe I didn't. Whatever. Um, But I'm getting my nails done. Not quite sure what I want to do yet. But I'm having some friends over and I'm getting dressed up for New Year's Eve. So I want to do fun nails. I got these really cool earrings. Um, I might post a picture of them or I'll put them on my story. I don't know. We'll see. But they have two eyes that are vertical and they're a bunch of rainbow colors and irises are blue. They kind of look like the evil eye, sort of. Um... But it's very cute, and I think it'll be fun because the top I'm wearing is black, so I wanted to do something not as plain because I like fun jewelry, and then I think I'm going to do colorful eyeliner just for funsies, right, because it's New Year's Eve, so I want to look cute, but also I don't want to be basic. Me saying this when my outfit is literally going to look very basic, whatever, I'll embrace it, it'll be fine. 
And then also this past week, I feel like everything I've done this past week has just like not been productive, but whatever. This past week, I watched season two of Emily in Paris. And if you haven't watched the first season, what are you doing? Do it. Everyone in the show is just so beautiful. And also, yes, it's cheesy. Yes, it's crazy. That's like the point. Okay. So whatever. It's like, it's making fun of Americans, which is funny. And her outfits are goals. And it's very good. Second season. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Loved it. I watched it, I think, in a day or two just because I was very obsessed. So if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix and I highly recommend it. I also got this really cute gold dress in Miami that my aunt got for me, which I'm excited to wear. I don't really know when I'm going to wear it. I will find an occasion, but it's so pretty and it has an open back and it's long and there's a slit in it. Um, so excited about that one as well. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online counseling service that is affordable and accessible for everyone. It is not a crisis line or self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Their platform will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can even start communicating in under 48 hours. The counselors are easily accessible and you can send them a message at any time along with scheduling weekly video or phone sessions. If you are someone who has been interested in getting help with depression, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflicts, or more, then BetterHelp is a great alternative to traditional offline therapy. BetterHelp is also more affordable and financial aid is available to make their services available to clients worldwide. As always, I want you to start living your best and happiest life. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash girl. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash girl. Okay. So now we're going to talk all about how you can reset your life for 2022. Start on a clean state slate. Oh my God, this is going to be a struggle of me trying to speak today. Uh Um, Pretty much just how you can, can I say, say, why can I not think of what I was just about to say? This is embarrassing. Uh, Oh my God. How you can just feel motivated to push yourself in a positive direction and kind of let go of things maybe you've been holding on to, whether it's bad habits, uh, friendships, just things you do in general, or maybe things you no longer enjoy if it's an activity or if, I don't know, a sport. Um, I love how I just can't think of anything right now. I'm really doing well today. Uh, doing a great job. Love that for me. Okay. The first thing that I think is just kind of fun to feel the vibe, the energy of 2022 is to create a vision board. And I, in fact, have my vision board as the background of my laptop wallpaper. And it's super cute. I have quotes on it and I have things that I just kind of want to do or that are important to me. Um, I'll read the quote to you guys. 
trying to look at my computer, but it says the quote I have on here. I only have one, but I know a lot of people on vision boards do multiple, but this one, it's just was most important for me and also made it look really cute because the colors match. But it says your value doesn't decrease based on someone's inability to see your worth. So I really like that one. And I have that in the middle of my desktop just so I can always see that and kind of remind myself of that because I feel like it's easy to place your value based on what other people are saying about your grades or how you look or how good you are at a sport or how good you are at painting, drawing, whatever it is you might do or you might like. So I think it's always nice to know that your value is determined by you and I definitely always need a reminder of that. So that's why I picked that quote. And then I also have a picture of a book just because I want to read more. Obviously I read, but I want to read more intentionally. I actually had a talk with my uncle the other night about how even though I do read a lot of books, like I read over 60 books this past year, are they genuinely improving my vocabulary or my writing? Or am I just reading just to read? And honestly, I feel like that's what I am doing because obviously it's fun just to have a hobby just to read for fun. But I definitely want to try to incorporate reading more um, moving books, more important books into my reading schedule besides just reading fun romance books even though of course that makes me feel good but it's definitely important to challenge myself so I have that in there and then I also have a picture of some fruit just because eating healthy is always good I like eating healthy it makes me feel better and makes me happier and I don't know if that's necessarily because it's better for me or just because it makes me feel better about myself but whatever and then I also have a picture of of a laptop with a bunch of notes and papers just saying importance of studying because I'm trying to get into colleges right now so I need to have my grades up and just hard work with school has always been important to me and then I have a picture of mountains and just some buildings just for travel I want to travel when that's safe out of the country and then also I want to be outside more want to hike I don't really know if I did the vision board thing right. This is just what I did. And then I also have one with a picture of swimsuits just for aesthetic purposes, but also because traveling the beach and I have a lot of things related to like eating healthy, kind of just living your best life aesthetic. And then of course I have a picture of me and my dog Tilly because we're goals and that picture is cute and gives me serotonin. It has nothing to do with the vision board. It's just there. But I made my vision board on Canva, which is a website that you can go to for free. And I'm not quite sure what the dimensions I made. But if you look up, I think dimensions of whatever laptop or computer, or maybe you want to do it for your phone. If you Google that and then put into Canva those dimensions, then it should be good. Because I know when I first tried to make it, I did the dimensions too small and it made my wallpaper be a little bit blurry, but now it's crisp. It looks pretty good, not gonna lie. Um, I'll post a picture of it sometime in case anyone else wants to borrow it. I guess it might be weird because I have my face on it, but whatever. That might be good for you because you want to aspire to be, be like me, I guess, obviously. Um, but yeah, vision boards are super fun. Get you in the mood for 2022. 
and also just kind of what you want to look forward to, things you want to accomplish, maybe things you want to keep up with, be consistent, whether it's exercise or keeping up with your schoolwork, or maybe just mental health, doing what's best for you and not necessarily what's best for other people. Again, whatever it might be that you're trying to achieve, that is, of course, so, so, so important. So make a vision board. It's very therapeutic. You can download all your pictures from Pinterest or Google. I use Pinterest just because it makes the aesthetic better. Um, Pictures from Pinterest, pictures from your camera roll. Uh, If you want to look up quotes, I think having positive affirmations would be good. Having quotes on there is good just so you can actually read something, really see it. So you can have your visual stuff and then also just actual words I think is good but I really like having vision boards I know I saw other people making them I actually watched a YouTube about someone oh my god a YouTube I sound like an I sound like my grandpa um I watched a YouTube video about someone making a vision board and they didn't do it traditionally where it's more like a collage they did it just having just pictures all over their door just randomly placed just to look nice and um, I thought that was really cute. If you want to put a vision board somewhere in your room, you can cut out things from magazines or print out pictures. Um, you could put that somewhere, maybe on the back of your door or on your mirror, somewhere where you can see it and really think about it, I think is also a good idea. Speaking of mirrors, I thought of the best idea. It's not related to vision boards at all. It's just something that I did this week. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally so smart. But I wrote my to-do list on my mirror with a dry erase marker. Mm -hmm. And I don't know necessarily if that's a good idea. But I like it because then I can see my to-do list right when I'm brushing my teeth or getting ready for the day. And I can know exactly what I need to do. Also, it's fun to write in dry erase markers because obviously... um, And I wrote stuff on there. So then instead of having to write it in a journal, I can just have it on my mirror. And it's so nice because I honestly have different to-do lists. So the one on my mirror is all the to-do list things. But it's just random miscellaneous things that are more, I guess, kind of like running errands rather than a to-do list. And my journal, I make it more school-related or podcast-related. I don't know. I'm weird like that, I guess. But I like having my stuff separate. So if you want to write a to-do list on your mirror, I suggest it. I also thought it'd be cute if you write like positive affirmations on your mirror. Obviously, you want to make sure you're writing it with a dry erase marker so it comes off because uh, you don't really want that. Or if you're not a big fan of the dry erase marker idea, put sticky notes on your mirror. That's always fun. I did that before I left for Miami. Oh my god, why am I talking so weird today? I don't know. Miami, I did it before I left for Miami, and it was really cute. I guess, I don't know if it was cute, but it was a yellow sticky note, and it did the job I had a to-do list on there, and it was just kind of fun having stuff on my mirror. I don't know, I like that. So, if you want to try it, 10 out of 10, recommend. But going back to the vision board thing, I think that is a very good idea, especially if you have a laptop or a computer, or even if you want to put it as a wallpaper on your phone screen, I think that's good because if you put it somewhere you can see, um, you're definitely going to pay more attention to it. Even if you're not necessarily 
consciously going out and working towards these things, seeing the images or seeing quotes of what you want can kind of make you unconsciously head in that direction. Or so I've heard. I don't necessarily know if that's true, but it sounds right and it sounds smart. So we're going to go with that. Also, if you don't want to don't want to make a digital uh, vision board on Canva, you could also make one, get a canvas, make it into a fun art project with your friends or family, siblings, or just by yourself, whatever floats your boat. So definitely recommend making a vision board. I think they're super fun and definitely can be super beneficial. Good arts and craft project if you're listening and it's already January or it's already some other time of the year. Who cares? You can make a vision board literally whenever. You don't have to just do something just because it's a new year. Honestly, I feel like that's something people always forget. You can always start something new um, pretty much whenever you want. It doesn't matter if it's just turned January 1st because, like, start something whenever you want to. If you want to make a random vision board in the middle of October like I did, go for it. It, it doesn't matter. Whatever you want to do. The next thing that I think is super cool and fun, well, I don't know if it would be fun, but I think it's interesting at least. I saw it on TikTok and I guess I'll tell you the story first before exactly saying what it is, but there was this girl on TikTok who always makes videos that are kind of like positive affirmations about knowing your worth, not settling, and she's super cool. I cannot remember what her name is, but she posted a video saying how she has yearly funerals for herself um or I guess more for her past self so she writes down things that she wants to leave behind leave in the past and things that she wants to keep about her past self and also new things that she wants to try or new traits she wants to acquire I guess and I thought oh my god such a good idea to have a little funeral for yourself I mean, obviously, you don't have to, like, dress up. This lady dressed up in all black. was fake crying. It was great. Honestly, I live for the drama, so I really appreciated it and that aspect, you know? So, if you want to dress up like it's your funeral, go ahead. And so, what you can do to have your own mini self, past self funeral, which I kind of want to do, I feel like I would do that just because the drama intrigues me. But You can write down a bunch of things that you don't necessarily vibe with about your past self. Maybe it's that you say yes to everything or you don't know how to set boundaries or maybe you think you get irritated too easily, whatever. Whatever you want to write on a list of paper of things you want to get rid of. And then you can write a different list of things that you want to keep. Maybe that you like that you're so approachable to people or that people trust you with their secrets or that you feel comfortable in your own skin and that you've been more willing to try out new outfits. This sounds so specific like I'm talking about myself but I literally swear that I'm not that which is so funny. I just made a bunch of stuff up but then you can write another list. So now we're going on the third list. It sounds like a lot but I feel like it isn't about things that maybe you want to do or that you want to try better. Maybe you want to um, work on continuing habits when you aren't feeling motivated. 
or you want to work on listening to other people's side of the story more before before drawing your own conclusions, whatever, it doesn't matter. And then after this, you can kind of crumble everything up and you can throw away your paper. Or if you want to go for the drama, because that's why we're here, you can burn it, which is fun. You can like put it in a bowl or something, get a lighter, get a match, be safe. Don't burn your house down. Please, people, don't burn your house down. Be careful. Um, but you can burn it. This was kind of symbolizing burning of your past self and really letting go. Because I feel like if you can see something in a physical way, it definitely helps it stick more in your mind just knowing, okay, I'm letting go of what's been holding me back, of what's not been beneficial for me. And now I can finally be free and work on bettering myself. Because obviously that's what we want to do. I know I talk a lot about growth, but I definitely think the own little self-funeral could be fun. And of course, it's fun to burn things in a safe way. Obviously, I don't want people to show this to someone and be like, Carmen said I could burn something, but I didn't mean to like burn my house. I don't know. Please, guys, seriously, (laughs) you know, but having your own funeral, that's fun. You can rip your paper, whatever. Ooh, oh my god, I have the best idea. You know what would be really fun? I also saw this on TikTok because apparently that's where all my ideas come from because obviously I'm so original. But there was a TikTok trend recently where you get paper, or not paper plates, obviously. You get these white plates and from Walmart, Target, wherever. And you write down things that you want to let go of on the back of the plates or front, wherever on the plates, things you want to let go of, things that you're ready to be free from. So once you have everything written down on the plate, you then can go somewhere, empty parking lot, your backyard, I don't know, and you throw the plates. So it's kind of like it's breaking, it's shattering, you're letting go. And it's fun because breaking things are fun, but it's in a safe way, I guess. I don't know. You're throwing a plate on the ground, which could also be fun if you want to write down the past things about your past self that you want to let go of. I think that could be a lot of fun. I kind of want to do that. Honestly, sometimes I just want to break things. I don't know about anybody else, but I always get the urge every few months. This is so random, but that I want to be or I want to do boxing just because I want to hit something, because sometimes I feel like I get so angry, but I don't necessarily know a good way to let my anger out in a healthy way, you know, and I get angry about stupid things. I feel like boxing could be fun, but then again, I don't know if I'm strong enough for that. Maybe that'll be my goal of the year, is to try a new exercise sport thing, that I actually like and that I can stick with because I tried doing a cycle bar class and that was not fun for me. I was pretty much dying the entire time and I did not enjoy it. I mean, it was fun because she did positive affirmations at the end, but that was the only fun part besides like arm exercises. But I cannot ride on a stationary bike. That is boring. Bike's not going anywhere. If I was going up a hill, sure, I can ride a bike. I can ride a bike as long as you want if I'm going somewhere. Sitting in a room with a bunch of random people with a mirror directly across from me so I can look at myself dying slowly is not my idea of fun. And was it my idea to go to the cycle bar class? Yes. Yes, it was. But I thought it was going to be fun. 
I didn't know I'd be dying for 45 minutes straight and that it would go over 45 minutes and that the instructor was pregnant, yet somehow she could do it, but I couldn't. So what I'm saying is that it's important to find something that you actually enjoy, but also then again, it's important to try new things, whether if it's exercise or new activities, but try things, find out what you what you really don't like. Find out what you like. Find out things that you can just do for fun if you're really that bored. Um, I know for me personally, I like to paint. I like to draw. Am I good at it? No, but it's fun for me. But will I go to another cycle class? Probably not. Probably not. But that's good because I did it once and now I can say that I've been to an exercise class before, which I feel like is a good goal or not goal, a good accomplishment for me as someone who doesn't exercise regularly, probably needs to. I, that class was 45 minutes of me realizing, oh my gosh, I'm so out of shape. And also me realizing, oh my gosh, I really need to throw up, but I don't know how to unclip these shoes. So I don't necessarily feel confident running out of the room right now. You know, it was, it was a fun mix. It was a fun mix. I was living my best life as anyone could tell. I don't know how I was relating that to anything, but going back to the main point, create a funeral for your past self, make it big, make it dramatic, or don't, but 10 out of 10 recommend. Ooh, it'd also be fun if you had like a cake and just have cake just to celebrate everything that you've accomplished this year. That could be fun if you want a more positive thing. Personally, I'm more on the side of fire and breaking plates. That sounds more fun to me, but if you want to make a cake, and if you want to just, maybe you could write things on the cake. I don't know how you do that if you're not a really good baker. Just have a little party for you celebrating you and celebrating how far you've come, accomplishments you've made, whether it's personal, academic, physical, whatever type of accomplishment you want. Have a little party, have some cake, uh, live your best life or burn stuff and break plates that's that's the way that's the way my year is going to end with fire and broken plates i also think it is good at the end of the year just to take some time to reflect on some of your favorite things or some of the most inspirational things you've seen this year whether it's a book a movie a song you listen to or a podcast maybe there's one of my podcast episodes for example i guess um, that you really struck with you that maybe you heard a lot of good advice or maybe that was just funny, made you laugh. Revisit those things. Um, re-listen to a podcast episode. Re-listen to a song that you really like, a song that makes you feel good, makes you feel happy, or maybe a song that just reminds you of a time where you used to be or I don't know, but I know for me, sometimes music can relate to different time periods or different times in my life, just how I can associate different songs with different events that have been going on. Or same with movies, um, not necessarily books, I guess, but rewatch a movie that you really love. Rewatch your favorite movie or the best thing you've seen all year, or reread a book if you want to do that. Personally, I cannot reread books, even if they're um, nonfiction books. I don't know. I just really don't like rereading books. If you want to reread a book, sure. Personally, right now, I am rewatching Rain for the third time. Is that healthy? I don't know, 
but I enjoy it and it makes me feel good. So that's what I'm doing. Is this show super cheesy and not historically accurate? Yes. But do I love it? Oh my gosh, yes. It's so good in a really awful way. But review the things, revisit them. Anything that you've seen that really struck with you this year, I think is important. Whether it's a book where you learned lessons on how to defeat imposter syndrome, or maybe if it's a YouTube video that you watched talking about minimalism or how you can perfect your skincare routine, whatever it might be, whatever interests you, check it out again. And just kind of, you can think about where you were at the beginning of 2021 and how much you've learned, how much, how far you've come mentally, or maybe if you feel like you haven't come very far, just know that you're still here, that you still have an entire year to improve, to get better, to grow, and that it doesn't just stop um, at the end of the year. You can keep growing, and even if you didn't accomplish as much as you thought you would or as much as you had hoped this year, don't give up, and you can still keep trying, keep going, and really push yourself to do better. Relating to reviewing past inspirational materials that you viewed, I also think it's important to just review the year as a whole, review events that happened. Maybe it's hard for you to remember things. I know it is for me. There was a TikTok trend going around about people. Um, each was like the most memorable thing from each month. And I tried to do it. I was going to make a TikTok. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. Thing was, at least six out of 12 months, I just had blanks. I could not tell you one memorable thing that happened in January, February, September, October, even recently. It was just, it was not good. But I think it's important to review your year, review where you started, Maybe some things that you haven't done so great this year, whether it's dealing with friend situations or maybe boyfriend, girlfriends or family. Maybe you haven't been the best to your family or maybe you can really think about what you've done this past year. Maybe you got all A's for the first time and that's great. You should, you should celebrate that. Maybe you started a new hobby. Maybe you gave up on a hobby, whatever it might be. Just kind of think back to what you've done this year. And if you haven't done that much, hey, there's always next year. And if you can't remember things that happened this year, it's always good. If you have Snapchat, look at your Snapchat memories. Look at your camera roll. Look at things you took pictures of, things that you saw that were important. And that's why I always think, I always have to remind myself that whenever I go anywhere or that I see something cool, it's always more beneficial for me to take pictures of what's going around me rather than pictures of myself. While I do think I look cute most of the time and want pictures of myself, it's more fun to look in my camera roll to find pictures of mountains or or places I've visited or cool signs or cool artwork because I can really see what I've done this past year and really appreciate it more. So I think that is always good. If you look through your camera roll, just kind of review things, maybe talk with friends. It's always fun to revisit past memories. Maybe talk about the end of the school year or what you did over the summer, even what you were doing this fall, just kind of hanging out with people, talking about them. Or if you have a journal, reading through your journal of the year, I think that's also why journaling can be so important and really interesting. It's just to see what you were thinking this time last year or what you were thinking last February or maybe over the summer. And I know... 
I haven't necessarily journaled recently, but when I did journal, I definitely found it to be beneficial and really help with my mental health. But it's also cool just to read past journal entries to see things that you thought were important when looking back. You can kind of laugh at yourself and really say like, oh my gosh, why did I care? Because it ended up not being a big deal or maybe you can see something. Really think, hey, I didn't really know the whole story. I maybe shouldn't have judged someone in that way. Or just you can read something and say, oh my gosh, this is the stupidest thing ever. Literally, why do I care? And that's also just as fun, making fun of yourself. So 10 out of 10 suggest having a journal. For me, I guess the podcast is kind of like that just because I talk about my weeks. So I guess I could revisit past podcast episodes. But in a really weird way, I don't like listening to my voice. Which is funny because that's pretty much all this is, is me talking and my voice. Um, But I'm not the biggest fan. I think it's kind of weird to listen to myself more in a video. I don't know why, but I feel like I sound weirder talking in a video than actually in the podcast. But maybe I will. The only episode that I have listened to, I think... Or, no, technically I've listened to all my episodes editing, but the only one I've listened to, not when I was editing, was one, I think the one I did with Seth, because I, someone had asked me if they could listen to it, and I wanted to make sure I didn't say anything bad, (laughs) so I re-listened to it, and I was literally crying because I was laughing so hard, it's so funny. If you haven't listened to that one, definitely should. I think it's called Q&A with my guy BFF, so definitely check, check that one out. I also think it's important for the new year to set realistic goals. And by this, I mean, obviously, you're not going to go from not working out to working out every day or to eating McDonald's every day to eating really healthy, really balanced meal. Like you can't just go from the bottom all the way to, oh my gosh, I'm perfect. I'm living my best life. That, That doesn't really work. So I think it's important to be realistic in your goals. But then again, always strive for more. You don't necessarily have to set your goal so low and be so limited that you're just not going to try it at all. But also, don't be so unrealistic with yourself. Know what you can and can't accomplish. And I'm not trying to say that in a bad way. I just think it's important not to set your hopes so high. And that might seem a little pessimistic. But then again, it's always good to reach for more, but not so much in a way where it becomes a deterrent from actually trying. But I feel like there's a good balance. I don't know how I'm saying this or how to say this without contradicting myself because I feel like I am, but whatever. Set realistic goals. Whether realistic for me is realistic for you, that might not be true. What works for me might not work for you. Something that I think is realistic, you might think, oh my gosh, that's not even a goal. I already do that every day. So your goal might be way, way out of my league, way out from something that I could accomplish in a year. So keep that in mind. Everyone has different things that they need to accomplish or they feel like they can try or that they'd be good at. So you can't necessarily judge what you want to accomplish based on what other people have done because we're all starting in different places. We all have different expertise and you can't really judge what someone else is doing. Or you can't judge your actions based on what other people are doing because you don't really know the full story and how how long it's taken them to get to this point or how much work they've put in. 
So keep that in mind. You don't really know where people start with things. Also, going back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode about New Year's resolutions, personally for me, I feel like New Year's resolutions are kind of toxic and not necessarily reasonable, or at least the way I've done it. If you found a way to make New Year's resolution very manageable and very realistic, uh, DM me because I don't know. I don't know how. I think it's always great for me to write down things like I want to read X amount of books. I want to work out this many times this week. I want to get this grade. I want to do yoga. I want to start journaling. Like, okay, I can write all those things down, but how many out of those lists am I actually going to do? And how hard am I going to push myself for two months, three months until March until I'm like, okay, I give up, you know? So personally for me, New Year's resolutions don't feel um, like a step in the right direction and more feels like something that is going to stop me from actually trying. Yes, I like to write goals and I like to, I don't know, just always kind of think, oh, how can I do this better? But in a way, I feel like New Year's resolution resolutions are the toxic, toxic sister to goals because New Year's resolutions kind of feel backstabbing and kind of make you feel bad about yourself, you know? Because if you don't accomplish them or if you don't keep it up all year, you feel bad. You're like, oh my gosh, I failed. You know, no, you really just set something unrealistic for yourself to achieve. And I feel like technically goals and New Year's resolutions could be synonymous, but whatever, it's fine. In my mind, they're different. Okay? Okay. And that's all I have for y'all. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Girly Girl Podcast so you can keep up with me throughout the week. And also make sure you leave a rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yep, you can now leave ratings on Spotify, which is super exciting. So if you haven't done that and you're a Spotify listener, definitely check it out. Also, if you're on Spotify, you can now listen and watch the episodes. So if you're someone who wants to see me on video, hey guys, um, you can definitely do that too as well. So I hope you guys have an amazing New Year's. Happy 2022 and just be proud of yourself and all that you have done this year. And know that I love you and that I am grateful for your support throughout this year and I really appreciate it, y'all. Bye!